Deprived and Insufferable. I am your host, Annie Harris. I'm here with my co-host, Sam Ray. Hi. Hi. That felt really cool. That felt weird. I really enjoyed that. Hip. hip. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your host, Annie Harris. I'm here uh, with Sam Ray, who normally does these introductions, but today he's allowed me to do some more of the work myself. I have allowed the little lady to do a little bit of extra work. So for those of you who don't know, I do a lot of the, I do all of the administration and the organisation, organisationing for the podcast. So Sam has generously allowed me to do more work in opening the podcast as well. How kind of I him. I am a generous God. Uh, welcome to <laughs> Contrived and Insufferable. It's the only podcast that is run exclusively from salvage materials found at the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> We're it's very bits of, bits of Titanic, very eco-friendly. Yeah, we've got whales. the heart of the ocean. Garfield phones. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We've got the heart of the ocean. We've got a bit of band string quartet that we're playing as it went down. Oh, those yeah. poor dead bastards. We've made a chandelier out of Leonardo DiCaprio's skeleton. <laughs> it's a good. It's a good one. Yeah, it's beautiful. That's gorgeous. I'm here with our guest, Alan Byrne. Hello. Hi, Alan Byrne. That's me. How are you? I'm super duper. I'm, oh, I'm very excited. You're about super duper, and you're Irish. <laughs> there, that's right. So oh. Another tagline: super duper, and now Irish. And now comes with catchphrases, just like this: beep. Ta-da-ti-ti-ti-ti. <laughs> and other things you expect us to say. <laughs> How much is that gate? <laughs> um. Splendid. Um, Contrived and Insufferable is uh, an improv podcast. That's why we're all here. We all love improv. It's good for you. Um, whoa, whoa, whoa. I hate improv. What's oh. this about? Okay, well, you're in for a thought, rough ride. Yeah, this you're going to have a bad pla- time. It's a plastering DIY show, no? <laughs> it is uh, clinically proven that improvisation can solve um, uh, meningitis. Oh, I thought you were saying impotence. Um, and uh, sleep deprivation. Um, and also can improve uh, quality of life for many varieties of hedgehog um, hedgehogs have a really poor quality of life and just by playing it's them rubbish. a little bit of improv put them you a little just, bit of cat uh, food out sorry I'm a man on Twitter I just wanted to play devil's advocate quickly okay. I actually think that hedgehogs should have a poor quality of life Why due is that? To, they don't add anything to the economy and blocked reported by so um, in the middle of the table we have uh, a device a device uh, made by Akai Professional we Akai. have the MPX8 sampler and on this sampler there are four lit up buttons Sam if you'd be so kind to press one Every one of these buttons is a bell sound. During a chat, if an improviser is so inclined to start a scene, they would just ding that bell and the scene would begin. If you would like to uh, abort yourself out of the scene, as I frequently like to, if you've decided that the scene is over, then the improviser can simply ding the bell again. Or anyone in the table can also do that. If your friend's looking at you, like, please, friend, please save me. Help, help, help me. As they're they're doing, as I like to call them, the Tim Meredith save me eyes. Um, Yeah, they are some beautiful eyes. Uh, to be beheld again I keep making references to very visual things on this podcast okay. and forgetting people, that it's an audio we're format pa- we're painting images in people's minds Aww. you have control over people's thoughts it's a bad responsibility it's to give chapel in enjoy there. it yeah it's Ooh. gorgeous it's beautiful it's full of just Leonardo say the word, DiCaprio just say the word gorgeous again gorgeous look at me and say it <laughs> mm, gorgeous <laughs> <laughs> I can, yeah, <laughs> to get that along. That's, that's all the time. People are always. Can you say the name of our product, please? Tetley's tea bags. <laughs> oh, lovely. Oh, delightful. <laughs> I dated an Irish boy when I was at university. Oh, here we go. And uh, I met him on a night out in Soho, and uh, we went back to my house to do some sinning. And uh, he oh, was oh, oh. <laughs> he was wearing a, a necklace with a crucifix on it. And I was like, what the whole would, time, what would you, he was? I was like, what would Jesus think of this? He's like, Jesus is cool with it. I was like, I don't think Jesus <laughs> is cool with it. I don't I, think Jesus is cool with extramarital sex. I thought you were going to say he was wearing a flat cap the whole time. That would have been cool. A sack of potatoes, like, <laughs> carrying them around. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I don't, Shout out to Ian if you're listening. <laughs> Ian, we love you. Next time, keep the hat on, and you could you could still be in the running. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but that's stereotype-wise. I don't drink. I'm an Irishman who doesn't drink. I'm sober too. So, but, sober Queens. Yeah, but if you're English and you don't. Pe- don't drink people go oh good for you if you're Irish and you don't drink people look at you like they're so disappointed you haven't lived up to their yeah. stereotype yeah yeah they came all the way to Disney World oh, and so Mickey Mouse wasn't there <laughs> yeah. the Mickey Mouse wasn't a dangerously abusive alcoholic yeah mm-hmm. 
<laughs> yeah, I feel that. I feel oh, that. Very good. So are you not sober? So no, I I um, haven't hit an issue with drinking. So I haven't had found an need to not drink. This is the time where we tell you this is an intervention podcast. It? It's the interventionist oh. podcast. Yeah. Don't do sound effects. <laughs> uh, you'd be hearing that from now on because you have a problem and we need to talk about it. Okay. Um, I guess. I you mean, get so blackout drunk, you don't even remember starting and oh, finishing. Jesus it. Christ, that's what really... year do you think this is? Um, 2016. <laughs> that's, well, you got lucked. Oh, dear. Terribly incorrect. <laughs> that's three years. You were drunk for three years. They were a good three years, I assume. You I assume everything went yes. really well. You were really fun at parties, <laughs> but all we your children are black eyes. <laughs> um. <laughs> Oh well. So Alan's here with his lovely voice and his <laughs> lovely bald head um, to tell us about lots of exciting things. Yeah. But first, All we're going to have some things. we're going to have some fun with him. And oh, by that, oh, oh, yeah. oh, at the ready, <laughs> and, boys uh, and girls. By that we mean we're going to have some uh, some lovely light-hearted chat. Ooh. And then when you so feel inspired, Alan, you can just ding that bell. I can ding that bell. Well, ding ding that bell. I want to change the bell to wap wap. No. Oh. <laughs> I really liked it. In- instant rejection. Yeah. No, no. I'm, I'm an improviser in everything except bell sounds. I'm a, I'm a bell libertarian and a. Uh, <laughs> we were doing I'm a political, well. politically socialist. You know, um, philosophically a kind of positive nihilist, but with bells, I'm a libertarian. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah, we recently had the boys from Black Cherry Improv on the podcast, and recently, they, as in recently, minutes ago, recently, I'm trying to make it because oh yeah, <laughs> a month ago now. Yeah, now that's right, listeners. You don't know they were just here, but in your world, it was months ago, and that was you know, and you were you were sober as a fucking judge back then. <laughs> yeah, yeah you really you were, were polluted for the next yeah. six months. So recently, we had the boys from Black Cherry Improv on the podcast, and we did a scene uh, that was inspired by chat about me trying to get Sam to clean the oven in our house, and then Sam that inspired Sam to do a scene. Um, where we had an argument about cleaning the oven and then one of the boys chimed in with um, becoming a, like a Jehovah's Witness or something at the yep. door like somebody turned up like here to talk about Jesus yep. and then Sam said oh what does Jesus think about cleaning the, the oven and he mm. was like yeah and then he said to me like oh Annie you know you love the Bible and I was like now I know as an improviser I should say yes I do You've love the Bible yes. and I'm in but I was like no Sam I would like you to get the fuck downstairs and clean the fucking oven I'm a Buddhist <laughs> god damn it <laughs> like, <laughs> that's the only time it's clean so the fucking cool. oven cool it's definitely your turn next time. We're gonna, I'm gonna bring that up in every sketch. So just be, always be a Jehovah's Witness yeah. in every sketch. No one can disagree with you. I Christ felt like, is Lord. Christ is Lord. I felt like religiously pimped. I was like, I don't like this. That's fair. That's fair. This and Buddhist was uncomfortable. I guess if you're doing improv, uh, and the scene you've established is the real world life that you live, mm. then you can't improv in new facts about your real life what you're doing is lying l- lying <laughs> mm-hmm. we're, we're saying this is like a pretend situation but yeah. we are ourselves and this is real life mm-hmm. and so when I added in a thing Big that talk from didn't exist this is deep I'm it's quite the philosopher deep. me we're going under the sea we're doing that salvage under the yeah get under the sea get, get lean under the cup get that bits. fish out of the way get down there push that whale Push that way. Push that way. Push it. Push that whale. <laughs> Sam has been uh, uh. incidentally writing a musical no. recently. Yeah, he has. Do you want to know the really? title? Alex, do you want to I know? I mean, the- I wouldn't Alan. say writing. Alan, Alan. Keep calling you Alex. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Alan, would you like to know the title of that musical? I would love to know the title of that musical. Beef Whale. Beef whale. Beef whale. Beef whale. Now, I didn't say writing me. I've just randomly just sing bits of things that sound like they're from a musical. You've been putting them together, haven't Hang you? Hang on. You've been randomly sa- singing the excerpts from a musical yes. that you were completely writing. I guess I am writing. In your mm-hmm. head. So I'm making a yeah. musical. Called, Can you give us an excerpt? Whale. Yeah, no. I think it's time to give us a little uh, excerpt from Beef Whale. Exclusive. I'm not exclusive. singing on, on air. You can do your Rex Harrison speak sing. Speak sing. Yeah. So Speaking. it's about um, two families divided by their business interests. There's Doom, the the, um, the ha- Hamel beefs <laughs> and the the whale faces. The whale faces. And the daughters, the the eldest daughters of these two families are in love with each other, but they're Aww. convinced that their re- uh, respective parents will not approve of their. Of their, les- so. their lesbian yeah. love, mm-hmm. and it's a the classic con- conflict in drama being that actually their parents are fine with it, 
Right. But they're going there because they haven't asked. They haven't told anyone. The classic mistake of not asking questions mm. that happens in drama. Also, because they're lesbians, they have to be martyrs about everything. They're mar- <laughs> <laughs> It's like, oh, come on, lesbians! Uh. Like speaking as a queer woman myself and having interacted personally with quite a lot of lesbians uh, I feel like I have you the upper hand in this yeah they have flat wow look on? at that look at that internalised homophobia fucking hell <laughs> Jesus I'm so sorry was this a B&Q I have actually been to a B&Q with a girlfriend before <laughs> I knew it I really enjoyed it I was like I'm a stereotype and I'm just leaning into it it was wonderful <laughs> I had a shaved undercut at the time oh nice uh huh and, uh, Did you ask a very specific question about light fixtures or something? No, no, I didn't. I can't remember what we even went in to buy. I think I was going in to buy like gaffer tape. Did you have or an something. argument about fences or doors or How something? Our matching designer docks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I can't even remember, but I have. I, I think I was just overcome with emotion about being the biggest stereotype that I had ever been, and I, I enjoyed it. I'm not going to ring the bell because no, I feel like sometimes it's the bells that you don't ding. Yeah, yeah you know, just don't. Like, don't. I've done that before. Don't <laughs> yeah. do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, don't hear the, that. Uh, bell. That's, that reminds me of something funny. Abortions. Let's ah, <laughs> yeah. keep working this through a conversation. <laughs> oh god. Yeah, but we could have the stereo cast. You know, stereotypes. I could be an Irish stereotype, and you could be a queer B and Q lesbian stereotype. Yeah. And what are you going to be? Straight white man. Straight white just man. Look bl- at you blundering through life. I mean, he really is. Like, we have about seventeen different bottles of hot sauce downstairs. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa, whoa. yeah, that's uh, you know. Yeah, I'm not leaning in there. He owns no checked shirts, though. I don't. No. I own checked shirts, but see, it's funny because here in 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 the UK and other places, mm-hmm. I'm I'm sort of like a, a pretend minority. You yeah. know what I mean? I'm a I have I have like ambiguous minority status. I like it. Right. So we oh boy, you'd be fucking leaning on that hard. Like whereas back <laughs> home, I'm just the patriarchy. Just get yeah. the fuck, you know, get out. You don't understand. You know, you're you're the pro- I'm the problem over here. I'm like, yeah, other groups. Yeah. Us, we're on a team. team. Fuck yeah, the man. Yeah. yeah. But then it's like it's just when you know the neo Nazis come over the horizon. I just whip my flat cap off and I'm like fucking Jason Bourne with the skinhead. Jesus I just blend Christ. back. Can into you do the crowd. Can Jason you do a convincing Bourne. English accent to to oh, blend I, I, in? Yeah. Which 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 one would you like? I want to hear a generic Middle English. England, oh, kind I can't of. do that. No, wait, wait, give me you. You do it, and then I'll try and do it's it. It's like a generic RP, well, I think. Well, I'm I'm terribly sorry to oh, hear that. that. Sort of, yes, I can yes. do that. Sort of excellent. That's fine. There's no problem. Perfect. You know? You're going to fit in just yeah, fine. But I, I sort of prefer if it's a bit. Oh, a bit of a gruff. Yes, you know that. <laughs> <laughs> Greasy fry. Yes, thank you very much. That's right. My queer oh, scale oh. is going like fully heterosexual today. I'm just like <laughs> Alex's accents. I'm just like hi. <laughs> Oh my! Oh my goodness! That's it. But this, I went to a podcast festival in Ireland. I went to the hearsay. Um, it's an audio festival, not a podcast. Mm-hmm. There's nothing mm-hmm. so an audio festival. unbecoming as a podcast festival. Uh, it's, it's an audio festival. It's all experimental audio work and stuff. It's very international too, from Europe and America and all sorts of stuff. And I met a bunch of people who were like, "Yeah, I work for NPR, and we have 240 million downloads." And I was like, "I shout in my living room." <laughs> uh, so it was sort of a mix match of um, levels of uh, whatever you want to say. Mm. Um, but uh, why am I talking about that? Oh. No, I can't remember. Oh, Oklahoma. Oh, <laughs> Where the wind Oklahoma. comes from, I can't, the plane. No wonder I'm so bad at improv. I can't even, rem- like, improv <laughs> the end, to, my way to the end of the Like, sentence. actual true sentences. It's not a problem. <laughs> it's okay. I do it all the time. Yeah. I can't remember. Why Very frequently. Okay. I have a character called O, and okay. I, I, yeah, one of my regular characters is I called hate, O. I hate O. Sam hates O. But the, the story only, of O. The only reason <laughs> that... <laughs> the only reason that O is called O is because I couldn't think of a name when asked what my name was, so I just went, Oh! That's why you, well, you could have been called bollocks, you know. That's, yeah, yeah, that's true. O doesn't. O's yeah. O's made a few instances in this podcast. So I won't do it again because Sam cried last time. <laughs> oh, um, uh-huh. I remembered why because podcast festivals. You know, you meet the faces behind. Oh uh, yes, the sexy voices you're listening. NPR and everything. Now we're talking about you know chairs and chair removal, and you're just like, oh, I love <laughs> you, you know, Susan Susanson. Um, but you know, uh, but all of them. Um, present me sorry not present company excuse me myself included 
it's you know people have a sexy version of you in your head if you have a sexy voice Mm -hmm. and then you meet them and they're just like David Cronenberg (laughs) monsters you know oh shit they're gonna except except if I met you and I said it was so nice to meet you if I met you and said it was so nice to meet you everyone else but not you Uh, everyone else but not you 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 we you and me were on the same page you alternate person you looked across the room like who's he looking at I'm looking at the listener I'm locked in so yeah but the hearsay fest would go to it next time it's amazing it's it's amazing. Yeah, amazing. What day? When, when is it? Like, what? it's every two years, and it's normally whatever a week ago today was. So yeah. April something. Yeah. Well, the time um, by the time this podcast releases, uh, it'll have been four years ago. Four years. Ago. And we're all <laughs> drunk as fuck and dead and dead. We drunk and dead. Drunk and dead. <laughs> that oh, old traditional Irish dead, song. Drunk. Up next, he, he died. How drunk he and dead. Drunk and dead Going down the pub Drunk and dead We hate the British Drunk and dead Edit, edit No, that's all the songs That's all, that's 90% of the songs Yeah Yeah, 90% of them It's great We hate the British Drunk and dead My favourite thing is Because Irish, it's weird. Irish people have a weird attitude to the British because we're very friendly. We're notoriously friendly. Yep. Just vomit-inducingly friendly, right? And so when people come in, like, you get this thing where people, obviously there's lots of British visit, visitors to the Isles, mm-hmm. and they come over, and people are like, come in, come for a drink, come into the pub, and it's great, and you'll have fun, and you have to listen to the music. And then all the songs are, we want to kill you, and blow you up, because you're colonial bastards, and everything's fun. And then you're like, I'm so conflicted, thank you for bringing me. Uh, it's, yeah, oh, it has lovely. that sort of qualities to it. You yeah. Know? That Contradiction. Makes, there's a lot of that, I would say there's a lot of that in, um, well, Welsh sort of folk music as Ooh, well where I'm yes. from but there's it's actually more about being completely in love with hills and grass and trees okay. and singing yeah you're, and you, you guys yeah. love hills we love singing and we love hills that's, that's all true. we really like I watched an entire game of well I was in the room whilst an entire game of rugby was on the TV you did two back to back I did two yeah. wow um, and I've never watched an entire game of rugby before was that like a family situation it was a well it was while we were in Wales and Wales were playing England Mm, yes, yeah, it yeah. was Wales v England. Yeah, it was on Saint, it was on St Patrick's Day. That's right. Yeah, yes. no, yeah. no, that's my birthday. Couldn't have been. Oh my god, I'm the one. <laughs> Hang on, there. she doesn't Hang on, know. You were we... born on St Patrick's Day. No, that's amazing. I was born on we, St. It was St David's Day. St David's. So Day. sorry. There we go. St David's Day. All the Wales and Wales won. <laughs> yeah, all the uh, Wales won Ooh. by. A good margin, I think. Yeah, they did all right, from my memory. Um, I think we were having a nap at that because we not, had a long journey. Being not at all invested in rugby or sports or being English. And I, yes. I'm really not invested in being English <laughs> at all. I, I will um, I will apologise for the war crimes my people have committed throughout the centuries. Yeah. Murdering people for pepper. Murdering Pe- people for salt. I, in a way, in a way, <laughs> though, condiments. Yeah. I, I, I like the idea of you know people going to war over condiments. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I think I, I think that's worth. Give it a good sma- Yeah. I think that's worth. They can war. take our lives, but they can't take our mustard. Excuse me, I'm terribly sorry. I'm from. What just, do you want, laddie? Just over the board. I couldn't help but noticing your giant piles of pepper you had there. Weird, this is a big war, laddie. This isn't about just pepper anymore. It's That's about symbolic. It's about mustard. It's about salad cream. Yes. And it's about mayonnaise. Listen, yes, shut up a second. Um, I'm, I'm English, so Oof. you give me your stuff or what? I'll kill you what? and kill your family. What? Do you understand? What? what? You can say I... your funny words as much as you want. <laughs> <laughs> narg, narg, narg. Okay. Have you ever seen guns before? Um, I've heard of them. I have heard of them. But you're about to have a very bad day. Wait, 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 British. (laughs) I was going to side with you. I was going to side with you. (laughs) Give me a gun and I'll give you a sprinkle of pepper and a bit of mustard. Yeah, that's fair. That's That's how it works. Divide and conquer. They can take our lives, but they can take our mustard. I like that. that. We've done so. What's your favourite condiment? Um, Hot. Hot take. Other than your collection of hot sauces, now. Oh, other than hot sauce. I mean, I feel like that you've got twelve of them, so that's going to be very uh, nuanced and. Specific. He's not allowed to buy any more hot sauce until he finishes a bottle of hot it's sauce. It's true. I've, Are you going to let her talk to you like that? Yeah, the man cast. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> I'm a woman, and I'm dumb. I'm a, I'm the man cast. <laughs> 
Hey, my mad more hot sauce. <laughs> Welcome back to the man cast. We got all manly stuff here. We got hot sauce. Hey, boys, I've brought you some beer. Oh, thank God. Typical. Typical. <laughs> Why don't you go and build a building? Yeah. I'd love to. I'm definitely intelligent enough. I'm... I have the qualifications and experience to do so. I bet you're a really good architect. I'm really yeah. good. Yeah, build that building. We love that. Yeah. yeah. I support nice. you. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Oh. Soap the windows of that building. Oh. Go and That's build sweet. it. We support I, you. I can plan it. Yeah. And I could. Nothing yeah. gets me rock harder than having an empowered woman around the office. Oh. That's right. Mm. That's really nice. I actually have a I actually have a master's in architecture. Oh, so. yeah. Lean in. Yeah, oh. baby. Yeah. Yeah, um, the man cat. Sorry I called you baby. That was... I've already. That's okay. Here's some. Here's some beers. I actually just brought them. That's. Thanks very you. much. Thank you yeah. for the beer. I figured that you'd need some refreshment while you were doing your shouting in the other room. Thank you. We love. We love shouting. We were just about, about empowerment. <laughs> we love talking about empowerment. We were just talking oh, about some, yeah. uh, some serious men's issues: the suicide rate, prostate cancer, oh, yeah, really and homelessness. Yeah, Ser- yeah. Serious issues serious. all day, all day. <laughs> I that's think we right. should have a really important segment actually, all about International Men's Day, which, as everyone knows, is November the nineteenth. November nineteenth. No, never the, be there or be stupid man talk. Man, it's November man, the 19th. Man talk. November the 19th. November the 19th. It's on November the 19th. Don't listen to her. She's a woman. The sketch is over. <laughs> I love, who was it that posted on Twitter with every, every, every man who was like, oh, when's it going to be International Men's Day with that SpongeBob when face? When do we get a break? Yeah, when do you get your turn? <laughs> Sam has a habit of replying to those sorts of comments with, when's, there's gonna be a, when's there going to be a cemetery for alive people? <laughs> you don't Very fucking good. need one. You've got, you've but got because you're whiny little bitches, you have one. I, wanna, I just want to ask them. Sexist, you but can also, call us bitches. Well, <laughs> I know, it is... Is, you know, it's not nice when people reduce to resort to name calling for nothing, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Hear that? It's really unkind. People on Twitter. Yeah. Hear that, you dumb fucks? <laughs> yeah. Oh, we could talk dumb about idiots. this. I mean, I feel like we're going to need a podcast that goes into this one day. Like, yeah. I mean, we always sort of skirt around the issue. Like, we do a lot of sketches that could be a bit like ooh fuck or like a bit close to the bone or ooh, ooh I'm well, super a, no, I'm, I'm still so, in man cast mode I want yeah. close to the bone I keep wanting <laughs> to rock hard boner and then sometimes I'm like ooh foo, ah, mm, ha, mm, you know it kind of makes me kind of a bit edgy but at the same time one day I would just really love to like fucking lean right into the like empowerment theme and the inclusivity theme and the diversity theme because you know like when you're doing a scene in improv and everyone's like jump in the fucking bath like mm-hmm. I feel like we're not jumping in the bath on that topic yeah we well this is a um, this is because it's specific looks like a sort of light-hearted kind of thing and it's yeah. um but the the big issues, talk, the issues need to be discussed there, and there's a lot of talk i think that we have a responsibility as platform managers and owners to yep. sort of champion that kind well, of talk. well to have contrived and insufferable nights big time. oh very nice <laughs> i like it i, like I think it's it. and i think it's super important and also yeah. we have this theme of like light-hearted chat and also like a living room format as if we're just sitting around sure. hanging out but a lot this is stuff that's happening to us today and it's a lot of things that are on a lot of people's minds so yeah, sure. like we do sort of tend to dance around it quite a lot and i just want to i, I suppose tricky, i'm saying yeah. this because i just want i don't want our listeners to think that we're just like dancing around it because we're assholes yeah, we're we dancing around it because it's yeah, yeah. it's light-hearted but actually for sure i'm really fucking tempted to just have a couple of episodes where we're like right let's get some like proper experts on this subject and just really fucking go for it yeah i think that's i think it's really important and it's like uh, the thing mm. is i mean that when you're Doing, the prompt, the danger with doing into serious stuff is you could be like, "Hey, the person who's really fun on the show." Turns out we have completely opposite opinions. <laughs> yeah, right. It's now suddenly super not funny topic. Yeah. Um, so, but it's but yeah, it can give the appearance I think sometimes that like you you're not interested or you don't care, whereas you're just trying to keep it light. And like there's a the, the one thing I think sometimes people think like people undervalue the importance of keeping it, things light because it's important to have fun and mm. that's actually a way of bringing people together yep. as well Truth. so I think I think it's I think it's a really good idea to do it but I think it would be good to have it like in a separate podcast or a set of form or as you said nights, version. <laughs> yeah. um, nights. Because, because then people kind of they kind of know what they're getting I think sometimes what throws people off is if they they go looking for serious stuff and get funny and go looking yeah. for funny stuff and get serious. Yeah. True. And I yeah, think yeah. I think, but it is really important to say it as well because sometimes people definitely have the the impression that like, uh, you know, yeah, just I don't get dicks. just for the lols. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's yeah. nice to have like a branding and marketing meeting live on air, isn't That's it? That's nice. <laughs> so, and then the yeah. next quarter, meeting starts um, now. <laughs> yeah, this is the board meeting. Um, we'll get one vote each. I love that kind of shit. I think it's no. I think it bears it bears saying. Well, it will, saying. maybe it'll be part of the network at some point. Who knows? Ooh. Or a Patreon tier. 
See, plus the fact is now you've said it, you've bought yourself another like year and a half of not doing anything about it. Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) We've got a lot of projects on at the moment, I'm not going to lie. We've got a lot going on. Trying to save the world is definitely one of them, but we're just trying to figure out in all the different ways that we can do that. What's what's your, I guess this is a scene now, because you don't have to be serious about the answer. Okay. So welcome to Big Question Time. Big Question. You have to save the world. You have one billion pounds, or whatever that is in any currency. You can it's four euros, four euros, <laughs> six dollars. Fifty p. <laughs> you have to save the world. What's the biggest thing you can do with a billion pounds? A billion, a billion pounds, which by the time this episode comes out will be worth nothing. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Um, but I think with a billion pounds. Uh, big question. Thank you for having me on. Big questions. Just before I start, you know, big questions. Big questions. Uh, you know, because I think issues are important, and we need to think seriously about matters. Mm-hmm. And it's very important that we engage with ideas mm-hmm. in a way that's inclusive and individualistic, mm-hmm. that focuses on on what's the same, and also what's different. Mm-hmm. I'm just, so I'm sorry. The the light that says y- you sound like a politician has just <laughs> has just gone <laughs> off. <laughs> he's doing that weird thumb pointing. Yes, thing. Yes, thumb pointing. But he's not allowed to it's point with his finger. Not, but he not answering his thumb the instead. question. It's no. And, and I, this is this is what I want to do in answering this question. His tie just changed color between takes. It's <laughs> <laughs> two inches taller. Um, what I want because we to put do... him on a box because his masculinity is so fragile. He looks taller than the female presenter. <laughs> I need stilts. Um, it's important for the take. And it, it's important when you're answering questions to take the time to consider your considerations before responding to respondents in a way that could be considered inconsiderate. So I think the key point about what you're asking me is why not? Why not? Why not? Why not? Why not? Thank you. This has been Big Questions. Big Questions. Our second guest is um, Annie Harris. Hello, great. You have four pounds Mm -hmm. and you have to save the world. Go. And I see I wanted a billion and I was already thinking of my answer. Okay, then you have 10 billion. I would invest in education and healthcare. Nice. Thank you. Uh, I I would. I'm not dinging the bell. Oh, okay. The look of like, that's the end of the scene. Do you know what I would do? I read a book. My my favourite book is called um, Jesus Christ. Skepticism. That's the Bible, you're thinking. <laughs> it's called uh, Skepticism Inc. or Skepticism Incorporated. Um, and it is about a guy who starts a metaphysical betting agency um, and becomes the richest man on earth by people come to his betting agency and bet that their beliefs are true. But of course, right. there's no way to prove any of it. So he just ends up with all the money. I got you. Brilliant. His lifelong project is to turn the Sahara Desert into a farm. So he builds gigantic digging machines and digs trenches through the Sahara Desert and floods the desert and turns and it, it never gets finished because he gets killed before the before it's finished and no one carries on his work but that's his um his life's work is to is to i just had to end the scene just because oh, what oh. that i mean we're in conversation but also like what I, the fuck it went on for so long i thought it was a new scene no, yeah. like, no I, I need forgot to we hadn't dung i need to talk dung. a dung i like <laughs> ding dung, dong, yeah. dong. 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 ding dong dong i felt like that's such an incredible concept, but I was like, I need to ding out of the scene because otherwise we're going to forget. Just, just, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> be in it forever. That's so interesting to have yeah. an idea of just it's like flooding well. a desert. What's it called? Ske- skepticism. skepticism Inc. Yeah, it's great. It's very. It's like Sounds a um, I'm skeptical. A, a kind of atheist. Uh, it's atheist dogma, is what it is. Brilliant. It's it's very uncompromising and. Um, not quite like Richard Dawkins, Richard Dawkins sort of. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm right about everything, but like it's it's Everyone's what if you? Fuck off. <laughs> yeah, everyone. Um, but it's very it's dogmatic in the way that it puts its ideas forward and it's unapologetic about it. Which I mean, why should you? be? Yeah. If you're you're writing a book, sure. you don't have to apologise for your views. No, and, you're literally um, writing a book to tell your views. To tell your views. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, it's a really good book. Skepsis Mink by Bo Fowler. But by whom? What? Bo Fowler. Bo Fowler. Yeah. Mo Farah. Mo Farah. No. Bo Fowler. He's uh, an English teacher. Bo Finger. He's the man with the Midas touch. An English teacher. Um, He wrote two books and then. Mo Farah is an English teacher. Mo Farah is an English teacher. Yeah, and he wrote two books, (laughs) and they're called. He loves corn. They're called Skepticism Inc. and 
and uh, the other one's like Astrological Diary of God, I think. That's what also very good. What the fuck? Yeah, it's not, it doesn't roll off the tongue. It doesn't, no. It's not no, an easy... No. It's, 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 about a, um, it's about a failed um, kamikaze pilot who uh, is on rough. trial for destroying the universe. <laughs> That's failed kamikaze but that is rough Jesus Louise you know people always do that stupid thing of you had one job but really <laughs> you like, really you know, did have one job yeah. shit yeah, that's it kamikaze yeah. would you like to be a kamikaze pilot no I feel like I would be okay at it what is a kamikaze pilot so in the second world, in the second world war yeah. the Japanese um, uh, dive bombed um, American ships or ships right. with planes loaded with bombs and the pilot and the plane it's like a suicide bomber like a suicide bomber yeah. so would I want plane. to be a suicide bomber like basically fuck no <laughs> absolutely <laughs> not but if what if it was something you believe ah what if it was your 10 million billion pounds save the world stuff what if I say you fly a bo- plane full of bombs into that preschool she's <laughs> off the sticks oh my god ding 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 <laughs> off the sticks <laughs> And then all the world is safe forever. Moral question time. You've got four new shows out of this. I want a commission. Yeah, that's fine. Fuck. Oh my God. What a fucking question. What a horrible fucking question. You brought him here. I can't, I can't even... I can't. I can't even begin to. That is an unanswerable question. It's like, isn't that like that question where you've got like a train track with two different lines, and you can save ten people, or one, or you save yourself, or like people with children? Oh god. Or the fat man variant. You know the fat man. You know. There's, because there's the idea. So the train track yoke is you pull the lever, but people are, uh, you know, dissociated from actions if there's levers involved and things like that. Right. So most lot most people or lots of people will pull the lever and kill, you know, yeah. one person as opposed to two or whatever it is. Yeah. Um. But then there's another variant where you, there's a fat man on a bridge, you know, and it, the way to stop the train is you push the fat man off. <gasps> so you are still killing one person for two, but that the, the rate of people who actually you physically have to push. push another human being it drops way down. That's so insane. There was a Darren Brown special recently about trying to like how how far people will go right. when they're being told what to do. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. he's done he's done variants of this for a long time. But the one recently was um, he was he recruited people to come and help him at a night and the. Like the prime, uh, the primary uh, beneficiary of the night, the charity gala, whatever it was, dies in your care. Like this really old guy, he's donated loads of money, and he's like, what lengths will people go to to like hide the body, pretend, oh, I think I and like saw people that. are pretending yeah, no, to be the person giving a speech they haven't heard of, like for a cause they have no idea what it's about, that sort so of thing. Good. And then at the end of the night, it's revealed. Spoiler alert: people haven't watched it, but it's insane. Um, it's revealed that the guy who has died isn't actually dead like Darren Brown had his team make up a body uh, dummy that looked exactly mm-hmm. like the guy and he's at the end of that he's like oh I heard you you know put him in the trunk push him down the stairs make it look like an axe and all that sort of thing and then he's sitting on the roof um, and they're all upstairs like going go on you can, if you just push him off it'll be fine no, and then away. the guy didn't push him off and he, everyone was like okay great that's it that's all the end society but he, is saved but then he goes to show that there were like five other participants in this study that you didn't see the full episode of and they all they pushed all him off Fuck him off! They all pushed him off the roof, <laughs> believing it was completely real. How nuts oh, is that? I can't. Rude. I can't remember what the name of the so episode good. was. It's oh push. God. I think it's push. Is it push? I think it's yeah. push or shove or something like knock that. Knock the fucker off the building. It's something like that. Kill him. Kill him. Yeah, it's a spoiler alert. Devon well, Brown, kill on, uh, because I told you to. I'm wearing a high vis vest. Do what I tell you to do. <laughs> kill because I told you to. Yeah. The new uh, uh, on that note, we'll take a short break. <laughs> idea for a podcast which i did not do because i did this i guess you can do two podcasts you currently do i yeah i sort of do two podcasts but the fuck you friday podcast plug 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 <laughs> f-u-f f-u-f plug you love it listen to it you're listening to it now it's in your ears you love it um uh uh that is i just do that whenever i want right so where's the other one i try to release one a month i uh, got you um yeah. uh so 
initially it was called Fuck You Friday because it used to be every Friday and then I was like it'll just be on some Fridays and now I'm just like it's happening when it's happening people so it's, which is basically the number one way to make sure your podcast fails is to be in, inconsistent yes. yes so like that's like I'm just like yeah speaking of um, excellent branding choices can I offer you a contrived and acceptable bag oh I have one but I put it on my outer shirt so I'll put another one on my inner shirt oh yeah have your inner shirt as well yeah we have literal bonded together literal hundreds yeah we do have literal hundreds literal hundreds did you now did you get one of them badge makers and make them yourself no we ordered them we ordered them we had a minion do them for us somewhere in a warehouse but but those badge makers I used to have one um, I was going to say when I was a child but actually I believe it was when I was an adult human man (laughs) Uh, and we used to make them for our band. We used to make them, and it has, you know. And you're just like, yeah, guys, this is we're getting serious about this. And then we've got like my little badge maker, and we're like, like making these like little badges <laughs> from like the early learning center. <laughs> it was so good though. I used, to, I loved because you you, you you kind of clamp the back on and goes. Yeah, no, yeah. Boop, I've. Uh, blink, blink. They're very sat- they're very satisfying. Badges. Yeah, we had some we had some promo company in like Leicester do them for us. Plug best badges. Sure. Yeah. Supposedly best badges. Yeah, they're well, the best. Ex- well, listen, best badges. I nearly took my own nipple off of one second ago, so I don't know. <laughs> Man dies I from you for badge application. That's, that's your fault, not the uh, not um, the two, yeah. What was I saying? Bad work I was start, I was other podcast. My other podcast that I never did was it, the idea was I don't think this would actually work in real life is to have a podcast that starts at episode like five hundred, right? Oh. So you've got this like assumed law of a thing that exists, right? But the problem there is it's just listening to a bunch of people not only do in-jokes, but do made-up in-jokes that aren't, oh, even, like that. Like that that. aren't even in-jokes to the people who are saying them. Uh, well, you know, Jeffrey, like, fucking Jeffrey. Oh, Jeffrey! Oh, Jeffrey! <laughs> Jeffrey. Jeffrey. Oh, oh. Pass the cheese. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't For- forget the apple pie. <laughs> I mean, if, if you call that four snails, I don't know what you call five. No. <laughs> oh, good stuff. Oh, good times. Ah. Oh, God, you guys make me piss. I have pissed so much. Like that, you know, remember, you remember that time? Fucking Dave's, Dave's oh, taco stand. Dave's taco stand. Oh. Classic. Uh, I know there's a few oh, in-jokes on this show, but uh, <laughs> Cole didn't piss. Cole didn't. G- guys, piss tacos. <laughs> Classic man. Fucking uh, now who's Jeffrey, huh? Yeah. Yeah. He's a Jeffrey. <laughs> I already hate it. I hate. I, the, we, hate the idea Loathed. in principle was was great, but in practice it was terrible. Instantly, like, like communism. Great. Yeah. Great. There we go. That's it. I, I told you to keep the issue off the yeah. In theory, the wonderful. In yeah. practice, not that's so. What fucking wonderful? Yes. No, that's I'm I'm I, I t- don't listen to her. I'm a full supporter of Leninist Marxist gulags. Oh, you're a Leninist Marxist. I'm, I'm, I'm a Marxist Leninist. So you oh, well, get out. We'll have words. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> This is what communists argue about. It's um, like which yeah. way round the words go and what kind of communist you are. Surely like alphabetically? Oh no. Oh no no. Because it's like there's a big all the combinations of the different philosophies of communism. Jesus and fuck. And then you also have a couple of people who's like, well Engels is Engels is the mm, real one. And you're like, get the fuck out of here. Actually, well I'm a Maoist. Oh, so you like genocide and starvation. <laughs> Every, yeah. Everyone loves genocide <laughs> and starvation. That's Jesus it. Fuck. Yeah. It's fun. Communism, fun topic. It's fun. If you want to see how communism <laughs> doesn't work, go to like a hippie commune <laughs> and see how well they're That's doing. God. That's not fair. Some of them work fine. Some of yeah. them work fine. They don't all have gulags. <laughs> yes. They don't. Just a few of them have. I like the idea of living on a commune, but I imagine it would get pretty tiresome pretty quickly. Can you listen, right? Just, you know, putting it out there. Do you like sharing all your shit with everybody? No. No. No, I don't. Like, when I, you know, had a guest over... <laughs> get off my shit! Get off my shit. Like, that's a whole society based on, oh, sounds, get off my shit! It sounds nice. It sounds like a nice thing to do, but in principle, I bet that would be horrible. I yeah. think I'm a horrible person, because I'm like, in principle, it sounds awful. Yeah. Everyone gets the same stuff, and, and it's mine. No! It's my stuff. Hang on, so everyone Back gets... Back in the poverty line, But, but you. then hang on, everyone gets my stuff, but do I get their stuff? No, so, so well, that that could be one interpretation of it. So usually the, the, the way to plan it out is that it's each each to their means, each according to... No, each according to his needs, each according to his... What the his, fuck is that saying? Each to their means, each to their needs, each to their needs, to their needs, to their needs, needy means. Meany, meany. So it basically means you do, meany, the, meany, you do the work means. you're able to do and you get given 
what you need to survive. Right. Okay. In principle. In principle. Well, we kind that we kind of have a bit of a commune structure with the podcast, basically. I guess so. Yeah, because I yeah. I'm good at organising and you're good at sound editing. Yes, and I uh, there was a little yeah. pause there, wasn't there? Did you know, <laughs> listeners, did you know I'm good at organising and you're. Also here. Also here. <laughs> reaching, reaching, reaching. Sound editing. You're well, with go. me. Here's the You're thing. Here, Here's buddy. the thing about something being my, being your intellectual property in the way that this podcast is is mine, in a sense, in contrived and insufferable. Is you can't kick me off it. It's yeah. fucking mine. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Well, maybe, but you say that, but we could start a counter one that's called Insufferable and Contrived. You could, mm-hmm. and we could yeah. have a podcast war. The ja- you know, the what was it? Is it the Japanese Wrestling Federation did that to the American Federation? I don't know anything about this. I heard it from Amazing. someone else, but it was a cool story. So, like, they, they, or no, it was the, not the UFC or the NF, something letters, acronyms, acronyms, and people beating the shit out of each yeah. other, right? So right. they went over to Japan, and in Japan, the wrestling thing was very popular, mm-hmm. and then the Americans were like, we'll buy all the thing, and we'll buy it, and we'll buy the intellectual property, and we'll have the thing, and then they were like, yes, you can. And notice how I quickly was like, don't do a Japanese voice, <laughs> just around that one. <laughs> nope. Um, uh, uh, it's not 10 years ago. That's not funny now. Nope. Um, uh, so, uh, so then they were like, yeah, no problem. Yeah, you can buy all the things, and they bought all the things. Things, and then all the wrestlers were like nah we're leaving and now we're going to join this other group that's like as opposed to the Japanese Wrestling Federation it's the Federation of Japanese Wrestlers <laughs> and they all moved <laughs> and all the presenters and all the wrestlers moved so the Americans were left for like with this completely hollowed out intellectual property and then Japan was just like what now motherfucker what now <laughs> Just started throwing each other around again. Um, hello, everyone. Welcome to the first meeting of the CBB. Uh, it's the company for British Broadcasting. Um, I'm very pleased and glad to uh, welcome you to this new venture. I think it can do really, really, really well. Um, Jeffrey, it's, yes. it's so nice to see you. Oh, uh, what can you bring to the table? Well, my, uh, my uncle... Uh, is Jeremy Paxman. Oh, brilliant. You're fine. You're in. Uh, and welcome here, uh, Melvin. It's so nice to see you here Hello. again. Um, I understand that you've got an extensive background in financial and legal matters. Would you mind telling the rest of the group what that sort of means a bit more detail? Yes. Um, I uh, recently opened a bank account with Barclays <laughs> and I know quite a lot about the process involved in that. Have oh. you seen the film Legally Blonde? I have recorded it. Good, well done, you're have, in. Oh, That's good, good enough. Well Fantastic. Done. So um, later on, we're hoping that we'll have some very special guests. Um, it's uh, they are members. Differently abled guests. I yeah. think you'll find is the term. Oh, okay. We're going to have some. <laughs> oh God, I just got that. Uh, we're going to have some uh, some guests coming along to visit us later. They are from the fourth channel. Uh, um, the fourth dimension. The fourth, the fourth channel. Yeah, um, they're going to come and do a talk about how they uh, made it in the, uh, I, the world of intellectual property. I after. went to the shop i was i thought it would be nice to have some biscuits for this meeting Mm -hmm. so i went to the shop and i bought a box of biscuits and Mm -hmm. then the shopkeeper took all the biscuits out and kept them and he said you could have the box and i was like i thought that included the things are you talking about communism again no no this is i'm just saying it's weird because i bought a box of biscuits and then the shopkeeper said the biscuits don't want to stay in there they want to come in with me Oh, well, and that's so weird I, because it was at the one on the corner just by these offices. Because yes. he took my sandwich out of the bag. Yeah, he just gave you the bag. Yeah, Did he, he say the, the sandwich bag. wanted to be in the shop? Yeah, and he put it in a pile of biscuits. Were they your biscuits? They were my biscuits. I just have the foily wrappers from a bunch of condoms. <laughs> <laughs> that was very silly. <laughs> didn't need What's to exist happening? and I now it no does it's it's I just time for foily rappers <laughs> <laughs> can we call this Same episode vibe. foily rappers foily rappers lovely foily rappers <laughs> that's the worst part of condoms is oh, taking them out of the little thing and it, then you've just got a slimy little bag you know <laughs> two slimy little bags well yeah but the, the, see the, con- the used condom is also a slimy little it's bag it's a slimy bag but you're like okay you earned your disgustingness by being good fun <laughs> Whereas the, the rapper, you're like, I mean, you just brought the fun here, and you but also, now what are you? You, you know? pick it. Well, you, it kept the fun safe for you. It did keep the fun safe, but even that as a marketing thing, it doesn't sound good. You know, <laughs> we keep the fun safe. All right, you know, <laughs> we keep. The, you know that. <laughs> Hello, welcome to the uh, first meeting of safes for bouncy castles. Um, it's nice to see you again, Miranda. Thanks for coming. Why? Thank you for having me. I understand that you're an expert in the field of ginormous safes for bouncy castles can you tell us a bit more i like keeping things safe 
I'm Miranda. That's why we. That's I'm, why we hired you. I made Miranda. a gigantic safe for you, you to put your bouncy castle in. Fantastic. And you lock it and you turn the wheel, and then all the children are stuck in the safe. Ah, wonderful. Thank uh, you. We, when's the question and answer session opening up, please? Uh, it's going to be in about half an hour. But is there something really pressing on your mind, sir? Well, I don't. You know, don't want to jump in over here. But for a company that claims to care about I the care. safety. Well, thank you, Miranda, and I'm happy you're here. He but, is. but for claims to be about the safety of bouncy castles, my son the other week was on one of your effety gibbeting fuck, uh, fucking bouncy castles. Let's keep it Christian now. We're, well, you're Jesus Christ in bouncy castles. Thank you. And and he spontaneously fucking combusted. Now, well, you have to understand that we don't ensure the safety of the bouncy castles for the user. We keep the bouncy castle safe before, from the user from the user before its arrival yeah. and, depart- and after its departure from the basically. Venue. So you, you could want- all just fucking die. You just but. Want- as long as the rubber is safe on the castle, I'm happy. So what you're telling me is you're the you're the condom wrapper. Oh, I lost the accent. The condom wrapper of fucking bouncy castles. That's safety. right. That's what we you do. can. I hate you people. Well, it's a very niche market. Kill so, all users. That, what am I? Who am I supposed to talk to about my now exploded son? <laughs> you I don't know, like a fucking funeral home. So much for keeping it Christian. <laughs> Shazam! A fucking funeral. <laughs> a fucking funeral. Do you know what it does? It didn't sound like you were breaking character. It sounded like Miranda was like, "I've had enough of this." Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Sam's gone a very. His, Sam's gone his shade of purple that he goes when he knows he's been naughty. We, I watched him do oh, a hello. scene. I watched him do a scene uh, with a friend of ours uh, about well, I don't know, two or three months ago, and um, it was a scene actually also about bouncy castles, um, where was, there was a bouncy it? castle orphanage, um, and. Oh. Sam had oh, offered Sam's character had offered the other character who was played by our friend Rick <clears throat> a bouncy castle orphanage castle thing palace yep. um, bouncy palaces that yep. was it um, and um, <laughs> Sam, Sam said something and Rick said oh that's great well what did you what did they say when you gave it to them I was thinking Sam oh, they'd be really grateful mm. but Sam said the upkeep alone will bankrupt us <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then went extremely red on stage in front of a lot of people the idea I bankrupted an orphanage <laughs> with a gift, <laughs> with a bouncy palace. Uh, it was yeah. extremely funny and <laughs> not at all funny. <laughs> just the, just then, the phrase "bankrupted orphanage." Yeah. Yeah. it's laugh a minute. Just Sam and Rick just going purple with embarrassment yeah. and laughter, suppressed <laughs> laughter in front of quite a lot of people. Oh, it was, it was stupendous. I know, it was Rick, Rick I, Stewart. I had a question, right? Because yeah. I was talking to friend of mine about heroism recently heroism Mm -hmm. and uh, i want to know what's the most heroic thing either of you have ever done oh blimey or even together i mean or separately Mm -hmm. and he's fairly heroic a lot of the time that's a nice thing well you like when there was that crash down the end of the road there was um we were uh, i was in here (laughs) playing video games Probably killing people in yeah. another country. <laughs> Murdering Fire orphans. Car crashes, Virtual yeah. orphans. Causing car crashes. And there was a very loud bang, which I sort of heard. I didn't really hear it properly. I was then, lying in the bedroom with the window open, so I heard it very much. There was a Your spidey huge senses. loud crash. And there was... Um, Just my actual sense of hearing, oh. actually, as opposed to my spider senses. Car crash down the end of the road that actually mm-hmm. hadn't harmed anyone. Mm. Um, everyone was okay in the end, yeah, weren't they? But it was and a pretty nasty it was smash, a nasty, wasn't it? nasty bang. Mm. So a guy hit... Uh, he was driving into an intersection and somebody came and turning through the intersection and somebody just pulled out in front of him so he right, went into right, the side right, of right him. In the side, yeah. um, and the other car just drove off so hit a bollard, hit ru- like ripped his oil run. tank open there was yeah. oil all over the road yeah it was nasty um, hit, hit and run is kind of a misnomer it's hit and pretty, drive really, it's pretty it? much yeah. yeah he didn't stop for this accident so I leaned my head out the window a few people had already come out of their houses and I was like what's happened and someone said oh don't know and I said well let me know if I can help and he was like yeah yeah uh, and then I could see the hazards of the, of the car go on and I was like I'm pretty sure it's been a car crash and then I heard someone say there's been an accident so I just um, ran downstairs and got my first aid bag from underneath the sink and literally sprinted out of the road out to the street with my pajamas and my slippers nice um, and delivered first aid to uh, the driver of the car who was wow. unharmed but in shock so yeah. um, by 
delivering first aid, I mean, I directed someone to go to the pub and buy something sugary. Right. Um, so yeah. we could. So we Lucas could give it. We need to <laughs> yeah. Well, I said to her, "Can you go get him a go get a Coke? Like a full fat Coke is definitely the best, or like an orange juice is definitely the best." She came back with two fucking Red Bulls. I was, she was like, "Oh, there wasn't anything else." I'm sorry. There was there was no Coke or orange juice in a pub. Red Bull. You've just been in an accident. You know what's what really you need out? Speed your heart your rate Your heart up. to just bust. <laughs> I was like, fine. I offered it to him. He was like, great. I was like, I could find it very hard to believe that there was no so Coke good. or orange juice in a pub over Red Bull, but yes. there we are. And then you attacked that, was... that man who brought the wrong drink. And Killed him. Injured him. And then <laughs> Delivered first injury. aid to him. Yeah, yeah. Um, Force fed him a Red I wasn't Bull. Gonna, I was going to sort of toot my own horn really here. Toot, 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 and say that I went to Calais over Christmas to work with the refugees on Christmas oh, Day. Oh, very cool. Very yeah. nice. Just very nice. avoiding my own family, really. That's listen, you know. That's I think I think they they did you a fucking favor. Yeah, <laughs> no, they really did. Yeah, they really did yeah. me a massive favor. It was just to avoid that kind of like for a few years I've just been like, God, the Christmas at home just Christmas. is really dull. Yeah, Christmas. Um, and uh, adult Christmas is sad. Yeah, it really is. And I thought I need to do time. something that people are gonna can't argue with. Mm. So I, I thought really... volunteering over Christmas, and I thought fuck it, if I'm if I'm away, I might as well do go the whole <laughs> hog and go abroad. And I instant thought it was Calais because obviously it was so close. Good call. Good yeah. call. I don't can't think of anything particularly heroic yeah no pressure now for yours no pressure. Like. yeah there's nothing that's going to come <laughs> anywhere near I'm basically because my my one skill in the world is being big and white and hard to disengage from yes so when there are situations <laughs> as his partner I can agree <laughs> so when there are situations where somebody is doing something to someone else which requires intervention instead oh, of being he's like he's very good at that I'll just get in the way because you cannot be a problem through me because I'm too big and loud and I can't you're so a straight white man I'm a straight yeah. white man so I'm just you afforded this un, unearned respect <laughs> from strangers um, so like when um, Sam gives me a lot of my courage like I do a lot of things now that I wouldn't have done before with the courage that of a, of a, media, of a, of a white man yeah, yeah because I, I know that if Sam said to me many times if anyone's got a problem with you they'll have to go through me and I'm like excellent I I'm said gonna go that like, once I'm never saying that again <laughs> I said that once and then Gigi this girl I was going to just tiny Chinese girl I was going out with Liza in short like um, I was going out with and then I said that one time I regretted that then for the rest of the relationship did she end up just starting fights everywhere talking shit (laughs) to everyone look at this motherfucker (laughs) I'm like baby he knows what you're saying they speak English because we were in China at the time like there'd be a foreigner in front of it like another English speaker or whatever in front of I'd be like, look at this fucking mother. Hurry up, motherfucker. I'm like, she, he knows what you're saying. I know what he knows. So fucking, it's a fuck. And she looks at me like, you're backing me up, right? I'm like, no. <laughs> not what I meant. Absolutely that's, not. Yeah, that's not, what that's I not the situation. So when it's, so when it's like, um, uh, like a, a pregnant woman, this has happened a couple of times, a pregnant woman sitting down to eat something in a, in a cafe that she didn't buy in the cafe. Ah. So somebody will be like, oh, you can't do that here. So I'll just get in the way. Let the pregnant woman let, eat. She can. She can eat. Yes. Her. I, I will be engaging whoever it is who's trying to stop her from doing it yeah, yeah, until yeah. she's finished, and then she goes on her way. And it's good. like, mm-hmm. it's just. Is it always a pregnant woman? That was very. It's happened twice. It's twice that. But it's like guys being creeps to to women on trains and things like. Yeah, I'll just yeah, be, yeah, I'll just yeah, be in, in in the way so they. That's a good move. That's a good move, and it's not a. Well, I mean, maybe you could be an asshole about it or be aggressive about it as well, but it's kind of it, it diffuses everything, which is nice. That's yeah, what that's, yeah. nice I'm not. Uh, I'm not going to cause a, yeah. like He's violence. A lover, not a I don't want violence. Yeah. I, yeah. I just want yeah. people to not be creeps. Engaging. You just <laughs> improv them into submission. Yeah, exactly. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> Sam's uh, about six months ago. About six, probably about six months ago by now, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, six months ago, Sam. Uh, I, I was at, I was at work and Sam was at home and I came uh, back to our house and I parked up my what's my van at the time and uh, my van that I have now sold uh, was quite large but I'd had it for a year and a half by then and I was used to parallel parking it in oh. quite difficult I was doing I was really fucking good at driving it really good at it and why I shouldn't why I not I shouldn't be why I should not be sorry uh, is you know anyway it's a different discussion anyway so I started parking my van and this Parked guy up. was sort of like lurking around oh, the amount of times I've had people like stop me out of that van and be like god you're so good at handling that van and I'd be like 
yeah i have no differing skills to anybody <laughs> Thank else you. like yes, yes i great. have driven it before you're also I'm... very good at walking around it. <laughs> <laughs> so good at walking for a woman well done your yeah all by yourself yeah and uh, there's a, a man started he was standing in the road which is the first red flag as he's just wandering around in the road at night but he started trying to help me park my van and i was just you know ignoring him and parking and all done and fine and then i went to pick up my belongings off the front seat and start to move but i could see that he was like lurking around the front of my van to be I like to try and talk to me when I got out of the car effectively trapping me in my van yes so I was like and also I don't know who this guy is what he's carrying anything like that and I'm, sure. on, I'm on my front doorstep He, if I walk to my house he knows where I live mm, so sure. I uh, texted Sam from the car saying there's a man looking around the front of my car please can you come out and it's sad that I have to do it in this day and age but please can you come to the car and walk me to the front door the 50 yeah, yards yeah. to the front door and luckily for that man he disappeared by the time Sam came out because I think he realised I wasn't going to engage with him yeah, yeah but yeah. sam very sam came over and he's like you're right and i was like yeah i'm fine just a bit shaken up sort of thing and sam was like i had a uh everything all right mate in the locker <laughs> so, yeah <laughs> can i, I help you with anything yeah. i get a bit more cockney because i'm from london and i'm from south ah, London. yeah you turn so on like, i turn it yeah, on a little bit more yeah. when when there's a problem so like all right mate can i help you with something oh what? that usually what? gets people's attention is there anything yeah. i can help you with me growly. <laughs> yeah a bit lower a bit all right a bit slower a bit, too. A bit slower, a bit lower. But, yeah, and get you're, pe- you're not bothered because you're such a dangerous. And I can, character. yeah, and quiet, yeah. quiet, yeah, it's dangerous. dangerous. I'm dangerous. I'm the least dangerous person. Yeah, I'm extremely not dangerous. It's <laughs> <laughs> like a big Good kitten. voice, though. Yeah, but um, you know. I'm six foot tall, so people believe it. That's good. Yeah, I like that. I mm-hmm. like that. It's good being able to turn on the accents. Yeah. yeah, he's a toughie. Yeah. I feel like one of those little, we've always compared me to sort of like one of those little, uh, like gangs, you know, they've got the gangsters and they've got the little sidekicks behind them, like, yeah, boy, yeah, get him, boy, yeah, boy, yeah, boy, yeah, yeah, yeah stupid. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's me, just behind, like, <laughs> 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 like you'll fucking have you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, boy, yeah. <laughs> that's it, that's it. See, there you go. See, the Italian Americans totally fine to do their voices. Japanese can't do no. that. Not okay. Itali- Fuck you, Italian. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah boy, no one cares. Yeah. You're white people. People now, no one gives a fuck. <laughs> oh, Yikes, kabibble. Yep. Kabibble. Um, kabibble. That's a that great one. My hero story was not nearly as good as your hero stories, Tell. I think, but it's also train related. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to segue, but then you kept going on being heroic. <laughs> yeah, so God, we're so heroic. So heroic. I don't want to close my eyes. <laughs> um, uh, I love that. I love that song, man. I, you know, sometimes I'd be walking around. Um, whatever Sainsbury's or someplace and it just comes in my head and then I start walking slower like I'm a hero <laughs> don't want to fall asleep in the dairy section um, picking up things like a hero would so I love uh, that you still eat Petty Falou I just I was trying to think of the least heroic yeah. treat I could purchase Petty Falou actually means little rascals in French that's great you know that's yeah. quite good it's yeah, cute that's isn't it and Falou is a rascal it sounds like what a French rascal is like a rascal sounds like what an English rascal in the round rascal 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 where's filou is there it's like language gibberish I feel like what was the name of the guy he was always really good at he was in Greece as the captain but that was like one of his really minor roles Bimbo no Sid Bippo no Jonathan Conathan Lamprey Sid Caesar Sid Caesar oh Caesar Romero? No. The Joker? Caesar. Caesar Salad? Sid Caesar. Julius Caesar? No. Sid Caesar. All right. I really hope that's his actual name now. I would Google it, but my phone. You, you have said it insistently. <laughs> yeah. he, was on who's, he was on Whose Line Is It Anyway once doing uh, different language gibberish. Language gibberish. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, you were. Very fucking good hero, at heroic, but So sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. But language gibberish remind me at the, the Hearsay Festival thing, one of the things that they did, which was really cool, is there's this bloke called Fatos Valdi, um, and he was doing like a little installation or whatever performance thing. There's 12 people come in, the audience, maximum of 12, and they sat down. They asked me to help kind of run it. I got talking to one of the guys who ran and they said oh I did it this morning you you do it now um, and um, 
uh, and you come in and there's a little envelope and everyone opens their envelopes and the envelopes say this is uh, Fatos he's from a different country you're going to ask him questions about his childhood there's a whole bunch of other sort of more arty interesting stuff in there as well you're going to ask him questions about his childhood and he's only going to answer you in his language and you're sure. not going to have a notion what he's saying <laughs> because he is from somewhere where most people do not know what this language is mm-hmm. um, and yeah and it was really interesting and for after a couple of minutes of him answering in like a language that nobody knew I was like how the fuck is this going to last like half an hour like this is but it, as it went on it got like your brain stopped trying to translate and you kind of got more you were just paying more attention to the body language Enjoy and the, the tone of the voice and then and at the end then it was like he spoke English and we were, and we had to like record a little thing saying what we thought he had said and it was amazing how different some people some uh, the answers to some question everyone was like oh yeah we all thought the same thing and yeah. then other people had like completely polar opposite ideas oh, about what he said oh, very so interesting. interesting I fucking yeah. love that kind of shit so it was really good and he was a really nice guy I was chatting to him after it turns out he was from Albania and Albania is a really strange language yes. so even if you speak Russian or something else it doesn't help you well, I went to a university mm. with a girl from Albania ah, yeah. yeah it's very specifically confusing. oh really is it really yeah. different from the languages around it I have absolutely no basis on which to okay. um, yeah basically there we go I just like to my ear to my stupid uneducated ear I was like it doesn't sound like Russian it doesn't sound like Slavic languages yep. and it's sort of you know mm. I don't know um, but anyway, that was really cool. Jibbers, why am I a hero? <laughs> Everyone wants to know. Here's the big hero story. So, I'm on a train. I'm going to Egham. Ooh. What's in Egham? Nothing. 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 No, I'll tell you what's in Egham. Fort Park? Or here, Stains, here, isn't it? here you go. Here's your top, your top reason to go to Egham. The Holocaust testimonials are stored there. Oh, my And oh, wow. I was on, on a sort of assignment thing to go and listen and transcribe some of these Holocaust testimonials. Yep. Mm-hmm. Fun afternoon for yeah. Alan. Um, uh, <laughs> so... Um, and I'll tell you I'll tell you about that in a sec but um, um, it's so funny it's all hilarious <laughs> wait to tell you my holocaust story is so fun anyway so so going on the train to Egham and then I'm, I'm standing up because I don't know if it's this station or the next station you know the mystery land of Egham uh, and then uh, the doors open and the doors do the thing where they open and then they wait and then they're closing because the, the, the train's about to take off again and a baby runs onto the train or what's a baby that can run a, a toddler, toddler. A, what a, a, yeah a toddler a walker <laughs> A white walker, <laughs> a toddler. But like you know, I feel like toddlers. It toddles, a bit, yeah. Toddlers a bit derogatory though, because some toddlers they're like, I'm walking here, and they're like, <laughs> yeah, it's a yeah. toddler. You know what I mean? It's kind of like, Between a baby you, and a like a school going child. Yeah, like yeah. until until you're like you know wearing a shirt, you're like you're a toddler, you little. F- <laughs> that's it. You're a toddler. So Look at you bimbling around. It's like you idiot. I just sprinted. I just did a half marathon. I'm not a toddler anymore. Right. So so toddler. <laughs> Uh, comes onto the train and then and I'm like this is an unusual and, and then I can see off the track the toddler's parents are running after it like our oh, baby I, and they, I don't know what language they speak some other language like but you know el baby el baby <laughs> they're and they're coming up the track and then and the doors close and and the baby's like on the glass like no mom mom oh, God. On the train. and I press the button and the button doesn't do anything and then like the love child of Superman and Wolverine. I put my hands between the doors and I pry, no! I pry them open. Oh my God. I pry them Fuck open yeah. and the parents have arrived to the spot now by the time the doors are open I've got the baby and I'm like, here's your child. <laughs> uh, and they're like, oh, thank you, thank you, please, thank you, so please, thank you. And they take the baby and then, and then I'm like, I'm like looking around the train, expecting women fainting, expecting swooning. Yeah, or Nick something. Being thrown something. At you. Everyone's just giving me a look like, Fucking "Well, now we're going to be another minute and a half late." Stop. <laughs> I'm just like, you know what? And London, eh? The thing that was was what I what I really liked about it is because I I must have looked super strong. But here's a fun tip for you: those doors, they're like paper. They weigh nothing. Yeah, they yeah, just, yeah. You yeah. just pull them open. You got these- it's like a curtain. Yeah. Once you got it started, it just goes. But I didn't know that. So the thing that that added to the effect, I believe, was like, I was like, you know, bracing. (laughs) Like doing the face and then like sort of, oh, they come up and racing. That that was my hero story. My goodness. It's a pretty good one. It's interesting what, um, because I hear so many stories about when people have like adrenaline coursing through them and the strength that that affords them. Like, that's so interesting. Particularly when there's like children involved or like a life at risk kind of thing. It's like, oh talk about it for I love that kind of shit that's the kind of thing that I watch like on YouTube like 10 unbelievable stories about when adrenaline and a mother's love took over darling I've got the most incredible story to tell you do tell me darling I was driving home yes and there was a terrible accident oh well darling do tell what happened well a, a car fell off a bridge and there was a child underneath and oh, it was God. the car was falling oh, onto no. the child oh no and I and I and I felt that's what it sounded like and I felt this incredible strength 
pulling through me. I felt like the strongest I've ever been. And I raised my hands and I put them over my eyes. <laughs> yes. And then what happened? Well, the child was d- destroyed. I'm still down here. Oh, I'm God. He was destroyed like a cake in a washing machine. <laughs> this all happened very close to his house. <laughs> it was just outside. And I covered my eyes and I came in here and I told you about it. Help me, Darling, please. I'm a hero. Please, I'm still here. Don't listen to him. My legs are soup. <laughs> Help me. Don't listen to soup legs. I'm just really appalled by cake in a washing machine. Why is there cake in our washing machine? <laughs> I just want listeners to know that for the last 30 seconds of that, I just sat with my mouth completely agape, like like cake in a washing machine. Oh, it was a good image. That's good description. That's what would a toddler that's mangled would look like. Congrats. Oh, fucking oh, Well, I think that's, uh, that, that on that note, that's that quite nice. draws us to, to a close. So, Alan, tell us about uh, your wonderful podcast, so I, uh, the podcasts that I do are on a website called 8mm Network, which is 8mm Network. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a couple of podcasts on there. F-U-F, it stands for Fuck You Friday. Mm-hmm. Don't think about that for too much. Okay. Uh, and uh, uh, I do that one, which is just me ranting and reviewing and screaming into a microphone. Yep, mm-hmm. It's um, very good. I've listened great. to it. Thank you. Thank I you listened to it for a bit and then I needed to think about something serious. And I was like, darling, please, can you turn that off? <laughs> yes, we did discuss that off mic. It, it's not a, I wouldn't be operating any kind of a forklift or yeah uh, trying to like make big decisions don't try and save a toddler from under a car I will distract you it's very much like this is your time this is how you're going to spend it let's just buckle up yeah (laughs) Yeah. buck up and buckle in Um, so yeah and then the other one is the Walter Kane Broken Pieces podcast which is on the same network 8mm network.com and uh, that is different uh, performers mostly from Ireland although we've kind of branched out a bit more we've had a few Canadians a few other people from other podcasts come on reading people with lovely accents reading uh, stories lovely lovely accents read for your lovely ears thanks for tuning in Uh, and it's good they are lovely accents but they're also normally weird horrible stories which is a fun combination I just got a weird Um, ASMR shiver when you did the softly spoken Irish I have got a new new career here doing weird (laughs) ASMR opening the egg carton opening the egg carton Um, (laughs) (laughs) that works really well and then there's, there's another one on there that is the Michael Doesn't Know podcast which is the first podcast that I did it's not it's very specific it was specifically designed yep. to make my brother laugh right. that was the own, That was the design Kay. brief whatever's on it it has to make him laugh and we were like we'll make this my podcast wasn't living my podcast wasn't living in my brother at the time my brother wasn't <laughs> living in the country at the time and me and my friend Louise we made this podcast for him because we're like that would be a nice way to show we care but then we'll just put it up on iTunes and he'll discover it and we're like no he won't and then we're like <laughs> we'll make it the whole show is that we never tell him about it We'll make it especially for him, but never tell him Amazing. about it. I like this art for one person. Yeah, art for one person, but then they don't know. Uh, so we did it for a whole year. We did it for a whole year without him finding out, That's like eight or nine episodes. Concept. And uh, and then he did find out over Christmas and was furious. <laughs> and he was like, "I'm touched. I'm furious. I'm you know." It was a great mixture of. It's emotions. very hard to express touched yeah. and furious at the same time. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Two yeah, very so conflicting emotions. That's so if you would like to be touched and be furious then tune <laughs> in sister podcast too contrived and insufferable <laughs> yeah. touched and furious touched and furious <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so that's my podcast and then I do a few other things like we just made a, shot, a first shot movie which a short movie that was just shot here in Brighton which my friend Tony Liang um, because um, it's half in Chinese and half in English it's like a short little film that we made here shot in multiple locations around Brighton awesome. so hopefully when that is released that will also go up on the website I just put all my stuff in one big pile of mushed up stuff P- portfolio is probably a more refined word to that's, see this is why you I you need call it a portfolio. an organiser like you because I just say it's a big pile of stuff I don't know what day is it and like I need better packaging yeah so that's mm-hmm. it 8mm network that's where all the stuff is mm-hmm. excellent wonderful well um we, what have we got everything I think we've got everything, everything nice and closed is, off it's closed yeah. off um, nice and wrapped up in leave, a little uh, leave reviews uh, reviews on iTunes are always helpful please do it's, it will uh, really help our visibility and get a much wider reach and yeah. it gets people to know more about why Brighton and uh, improv is so awesome yes and comedy you like comedy love a bit of comedy you got all the way through this I mean you're somehow. here you've listened to all of this <laughs> 
and you loved it. Unless We've just given you an hour of quality content. Now, I think eargasms. you can do a little favour for us and yeah. leave us a five-star review on iTunes. Yes. The least you can do. The least you can do. The very least. We gave you an orgasm. Now, you have to give us something in return. Eargasm. That's right. No, I want to make it abundantly Audio clear. <laughs> Uh, this has been Contrived and Insufferable. I've been Sam Ray. I've been Annie Harris. I've been Alan Byrne. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Goodbye. Foily rappers. <laughs> <laughs>